Hey guys, I'm Kelly Wolf, and this is the Flow Podcast. I feel like I have to clear something up. So when people hear the word flow, they always ask me, is this a yoga class or just something that can happen when you're surfing? But this flow stands for finding love over worry. And this podcast is all about the ways that you can have more flow in your life. On the Flow Podcast, I'm going to share my wisdom as a coach, a writer, a speaker, and a mama. I want to give you all the goods so that you can start your flow journey today. All right, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Flow Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Wolf. This second part, if you listened to the first part, if you didn't, doesn't matter. These can be individual in and of themselves. We are continuing the conversation around energy, how to be more masterful about energy, how energy is affecting us generally and globally right now, and what that's looking like. So Libby and I had a conversation about something that we have both witnessed, whether it's in And you guys know I'm not doing as much one-on-one coaching right now, so I'm not getting that feedback, but she does, works with all kinds of different groups, with companies. Um, I worked with all kinds of different groups, companies, individuals. We have friends. We have family. Everyone is, I would say, a little bit heightened, and I would say a little bit heightened in the fear-worry department, not so much in the love-gratitude department. And if you're listening to this and you're like, don't know what you're talking about, turn this off. (laughs) (laughs) go on about your merry way because you are a unicorn right now. I think there is a collective funk in our energy. You with your own mind can point that to whatever place you'd like to point it to. I personally am not going to point it at anything. I'm going to call it out for what it is. And we discussed through Libby's prayer of speaking from my heart to your heart, your heart to my heart, what is for the greater good Both of us recognize that the importance of having a conversation to call this out and maybe begin a conversation of ways that we can sort of disrupt this, challenge this, elevate this generalized funky energy. We're just going to stick to funky. Funky's good. Um, But if we want to go into the flow world, it can be worry energy. Do you know what I've missed? What I've missed probably the most over the last couple of years? It's that deep connection. Especially that deep connection that would happen over dinner, over a beautiful bottle of wine. So this year, personally, I have made a commitment to make my moments. And that is the tagline of my favorite winery, 1111 Wines. 1111 is a luxury brand and a female-run winery. They focus on connections, bringing people together, and just that essence of synchronicity. They believe in being present while you enjoy wine and food and company. And doesn't that sound so good right now? I love giving 1111 wine as a gift. It just hits in a really special way. When you get a box of 1111 wine on your doorstep, there is no person that I know that would be sad about that. I love doing this for holiday gifts, which guys, it's going to come upon us really fast. So, you know, get on top of that. Corporate gifts, or sometimes just celebrating your friends and loved ones. And, And people, reminder, you can get gifts for yourself. 
We can do things for ourselves. That's really important. There are 14 small production varietals in the wine portfolio. All of them I have tried and all of them I love. So today, don't wait. Go to 1111wines.com and get something special for yourself because it's time to make your moment. If I told you all the awards that Vintner's Daughter has won, we could be here for an hour. Glamour, bizarre, town and country, pop sugar. They say things like best beauty product, best skincare, best essence, best serum. And when you try this legendary duo, I think you're going to be a fan too. The active treatment essence and the active botanical serum have earned their spot at the table. I know I'm going to sound like the proud mom at the school play, but I have to tell you, there are some really important pieces to purchasing Vintner's Daughter. You know, all products don't come the same. There are certain companies that go that extra mile and Vintner's Daughter is one of them. It's not just about the product anymore. It's about what the company does. And this company is committed to their social impact. They are committed to sustainability. They are vegan. They are cruelty-free. This is a clean beauty product. There's no toxins in this product. It is carbon neutral. It has the highest classification that you can get for green certification, and they are on the cusp of becoming a B Corp. Guys, if you don't know what a B Corp is, you have to go see how incredibly hard it is to become a B Corp and the commitment that a company makes when they've reached that pinnacle. I believe in investing in things that make a difference, and Vintner's Daughter will make a difference in your skin, and they're also making a difference in the world. Vintner's Daughter believes in a fewer is better approach. When you go to their website, you're not going to see hundreds of products, you're going to see two. Go to vintnersdaughter.com today. That is V-I-N-T-N-E-R-S daughter.com. They offer two-day complimentary shipping and they have a subscription program where you will get your sixth bottle for free. You guys, you are going to thank me later. So Libby, tell me, you started a company, I think, is it a company now or is it a concept? So it's called LoveX. Can you explain it to us? So LoveX Global would be the company. LoveX is the action, really. So it came to me in meditation and I started asking, how do you coach a company as if it's an individual? And the thing that came back was you teach people how to love themselves. It's that simple. It's not something, it's not new. It's not a new idea. It's been around since the beginning of time. But we've lost loving, respecting, honoring our true self, our most essential core self. And that's just the short version. So basically the image that came into my head was like the FedEx logo, but it said love and had a big X on the end. And what that X meant to me is that love times two. So if you and I go, okay, We are going to make a commitment that when we leave this room after this conversation, we are committed to doing our best, not being perfect because we're human beings, but doing our best to be in the energy of love, so to speak, or being respectful to people, meeting them where they are, honoring another human being, committing ourselves to for ourselves and our family, those around us to do our best that we can to be in that space of love. So, um, as you would say, same thing, being that space of love over worry, you know, in flow, in that flow state of love. So if you then talk about it with Scott and the two, he goes, yeah, I'm in on that too. And you talk about it with the kids and then, yeah, we're in on it too. That's five people. And then I go back to my partner, Adine and my niece, and we're like, okay, that's three of us. That's eight of us that are now consciously thinking we are going to do our best to keep our vibration, our energy in the space of love. And 
I do that with companies. So it could be 10 people. I work with a team, a private wealth management team of four women. They all do that. That team of four, they're all four working on that. And it it shows in their personal life, in their business life, it expands. It doesn't mean being perfect. There's all kinds of stuff that comes in that you need to challenge. It's challenging. but And then if you're working with 500 people, 5,000, whatever, time, so it's love times, it's exponential. And that's how you raise the vibration and how love would be the dominating energy over what we're in right now, which feels very fear-based and is a lower vibration. Do you think that that's happening in that fear-based energy that it's as exponential as it could be on the alternate side? Meaning the more that we plug into that fear and worry and anger and otherness, that's growing exponentially, right? Yes, we are then contributing to fear. So as you were saying, opening up this conversation, I notice it from my clients that I work with. They're stressed out. It's several layers of things. Politically, vaccinated, not vaccinated, COVID, are you going to get it? Are you not going to get it? Just all this stuff, working from home, working from home with kids at home. You know, just there's so many, there used to be boundaries, leaving the office. Bye. See you tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Kelly just left. That means don't bother her. But now there's no goodbye. See you tomorrow. People are online. There's no boundaries. So people are super stressed out right now. So energetically, everyone's just multiplying stress times X to the X power and fear to the X power. And I feel like people are getting sucked into this whirlpool of fear. So I believe it is our individual job to do our best to realign in that love space, that higher energy, whenever we can, to the best of our ability, not to be perfect because just doing our best. Before I ask you the practical questions, which I'm going to, I know everybody's like, okay, how do we do that? I also want to ask what happens? What happens if we don't turn the tide? What does your heart say? If we allow for this current energy field to keep going exponentially, to keep gaining more and more momentum and power, what do you think happens? I don't even want to create that. I actually don't even want to answer it because a few things went through my mind that were not the, the future that we want to create. We, we all know without having to have a picture painted, what's going to happen if we all become a part of this whole fear culture and scared, frightened, you know, it, it's not good. We're already in a very divisive place. I can feel it within my own close people in my life very close people in my life that we just simply believe it. It's like I said, you know, I feel like we're living in two different worlds and I can, can say it from a calm place. And it's, you know, it's, it's sad. It's really hard. Honestly, we've talked about this privately. It's very hard. And I'm sharing that little nugget because I know there are other people listening that are in the exact same situation. And in some cases, I don't even want to talk about it. You know, so I've gone into my own little hole and got my world smaller. And I think this is not healthy for me. And so my only job, I cannot save the world. I cannot save other people. I cannot save friends or family. I can only save myself. And so the only thing I can do is when I'm getting stressed or heated in an argument or confrontation with someone is to go into the deep breath, slow exhale. This is the how part. I, I will catch myself and go into the deep breath, slow exhale. And in my mind, in my heart, I say, for example, if you and I are having this conversation, it's difficult. Let's say it's heated. 
I'll do the deep, deep breath, slow exhales and say whatever Kelly most needs to hear in this conversation. Thank you for speaking from my heart to her heart. And whatever I most need to hear in this conversation, thank you for speaking from her heart to my heart for the greater good of everyone concerned. That one prayer or intention, whatever you, or statement, whatever you want to call it, is so powerful. I really encourage people to try that. Because I've had many clients or friends say, oh my God, I use that. It really did make a difference. Start there. Fisher Price, little nuggets, little building blocks. Just start there. I think I agree. I'm work as you're saying it. Well, obviously I, I agree exponentially. And I love that's how you answered that question because our words have power and even the idea in your head of what's possible when people double down on fear, that's part of the equation of manifestation and how things occur. You know, if we all collectively, like you said, you know, go inside and make ourselves small and pull, I'm kind of pretending like I'm pulling cover over my head and I'm just in there, I'm inside that cover and I'm afraid. Wherever my mind goes is, has, it's, has power as well right? We, that's a collective power. And the way you answered that reminded me of how important it is that we collectively decide, no, not on our watch, not today and not tomorrow. And that whatever I have to do today to hold the line of love for me and for you, then I am committed to doing that. And we will take it AA style one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And I know, cause I think what happens a lot when, when we have these conversations is people say, well, these things are impossible to do when you're in a real time situation, you know, when you're really frustrated and you're really aggravated and you're really angry and you're really scared and you're really hurt. Can I really take deep breaths and slow exhales and tap back into love? I want to hear your answer about this. And then I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you mine too, before we hear yours. A, these are building blocks. You start early so that you don't get yourself to that place. That's the key. Today, wherever you are right now, doing your dishes, driving your car, walking in the woods, today is the time to start doing that. Not when you're at the dinner table with your brother who you feel divided from, right? Today is the day to start. That's first. And second is, if I walk into a space where I know that I have an oppositional energy and or idea than the person I'm about to experience. It is my job to bring myself into a place of calm. I don't have to agree with them, but I have to stay calm and I have to stay in love because here's the really tantalizing alternate concept. Go in fighting because I'm right, right? Aren't I right? Of course I'm right. So if they're going to be a jerk, well, I'm going to come in. I'm ready for you. I'm going to be ginger in the situation instead of Oprah or Leo, or you, where I'm going, I'm only going to fight you when there's an actual fight. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying, I don't, I don't think you are either, but I, I don't believe that we are meant to just let things roll over us, but we are meant to do our individual work to hold on to that energy field before it gets thrown around in the mud. So what do you say when people ask you, this is all fun. It's a great conversation, but put me in the room with my brother who, by the way, guys, I'm being funny. My, my, my brother and I do not have any, any beef with each other, but I think that across the board, there's a lot of people that would have even that intimate of a relationship could be having major turmoil right now. 
So put me in that room. I'm about to go in. It's Thanksgiving. I know we're going to be oppositional about something and he's going to come. Let's say he's not going to do, he's not doing any work. So he's going to come at me like a spider monkey. All right. Tell me about that. Okay. So I love what you said, which you start doing it today. You start the practice today. So if someone's 50 pounds overweight, they're not just all are going to, within a week, you're not going to lose 50 pounds. You need to start slow. Maybe you start, you know, exercising, blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows how to lose weight. So it takes time. Or if you want to get stronger and you start lifting weights, you don't just lift a hundred pounds. You start maybe with the five pound, then the 10 and the 15, you slowly build. This is the exact same thing. You're working that muscle. So basically the deep breath, slow exhale is essential. So practice it when you know you're going to have a conversation with someone that might be difficult, like your kids are screaming and yelling, you know, before you're about to lose your shit, you want to catch yourself. You're like, oh, I'm freaking out right now. I am pissed. And so that's the, the neon billboard that says, okay, here's where you go into the deep breath, slow exhale. So do three deep breath, slow exhales. And you might be annoyed while you're doing it, but you breathe in deep through your nose, take all the oxygen in, hold it at the top for a few seconds, 1,001, 1,002, super slow exhale through your nose or mouth, relaxing your shoulders on the way down. By the time you do your second inhale, you're still gonna be mad, you exhale. By the time you're doing your third inhale, you feel a little better. And by the time you've exhaled, you actually feel better because your your body tells your brain we're safe, we're okay. So it turns off the release of cortisol, which is a stress hormone. So physiologically, that's what's happening. And what I believe is that we are realigning and recalibrating ourselves through the breath with this higher vibration, this higher intelligence, the divine, the universe, energy, atom cells, molecules, God, Allah, Jah, whatever you want to call it. There's a million things. Through the breath, we are realigning and recalibrating with that energy of love. And from that clean, clear place, you can go into a room where your kids are screaming and you will be calm and grounded. And you can say something from a loving place from your heart, as opposed to an old trigger, a default, how your mom or dad talked to you when they were pissed and lost their shit. So that is it. I promise you the deep breath, slow exhale. So when you start to feel agitated, I call that the simmer point. You're like, oh, this person's kind of bugging me a little bit. That's the cue to go into the deep breath, slow exhale. And so it doesn't like, it's like a pot of boiling water on the stove. First it's cold, then it's warm, then it's a slow bubble, a simmer, then a medium boil. And then if you don't pay attention to it, the top's falling off, there's scalding water all over the kitchen. So just think of that metaphor as you just, you want to start the deep breath, slow exhale at the simmer when you feel like, ooh, I'm getting a little agitated. Have you ever heard the saying, health is wealth? Health is wealth. That saying never really resonated with me until the last couple of years, until I realized that when you don't feel good, everything starts to fall apart. Everything becomes harder. Well, I have a solution for you. My friend and owner and creator of Blueberry Nutrition, Joanne Schell, who has already helped women across America to find self-love and reshape their lives through her healthy habits practice. Joanne creates custom programs for every single individual client. Her programs are based in behavioral science, and it will give each individual person a new playbook of healthy habits they can implement immediately. 
Here's the thing about Joe. Yeah, I said Joe instead of Joanne, because you'll call her Joe too. Is that she is kind, she's clear, she's compassionate. You get all of this incredible information over the phone or Zoom. You don't even have to leave your house. So for me, my personal recommendation would be to do the online Nexus program. This can be used for just a quick attitude shift. And I love this idea of an attitude shift because a lot of these techniques and tools are all going to come from how we think. This is why it fits perfectly with our flow protocols. I know how this goes. As soon as the holidays come around, everything that you need or want is going to go onto the back burner. So if I were you, I would get on board, go to blueberry-nutrition.com and start this wellness journey for yourself today. You guys, we get to sign up. We can sign up today. You can buy a session and you are going to get 10% off when you use code FLOW, F-L-O-W. Again, that is blueberry hyphen or dash nutrition.com where you can sign up and start your journey today. I have a soft spot for Margaret Webb because she's a friend. She's a sponsor of Flow. And she's also a person who has helped me navigate complicated issues with my middle child. My middle child has severe anxiety and Margaret has helped me come up with tangible ways that I can ease his suffering as well as put more joy into our household overall. When your child is struggling from being on a different developmental timeline, it can feel very alone and isolating. Margaret currently has a self-guided class on her website called Parenting the Child You Didn't Expect. It's a really powerful course. It has 10 sessions inside of the course and you can download it and you can do it on your own timeline. She's also offering flow participants a free session. If you go to her website, Margaret Webb, that's two B's, margaretweblifecoach.com and you go to one-on-one sessions, click on it and you will see an option for a free flow session. So if you've gone through the self-guided class and you want to keep doing more, I highly recommend reaching out. margaretweblifecoach.com and I promise you won't feel alone. If you know that a scenario has played out the same every time, like take the brother concept, then start this work a week before your visit, right? Yeah. That you start working that muscle before versus coming in hot. Yes. You know, and ready to fight. So this is an interesting idea that just popped in as we were talking about this. If we do this work, you know how I feel about this, but I'm going to ask you, am I being soft? Am I being a pushover? Am I being, you know, am I not strong? Do I not have a point of view? When you hear something like that in relationship to this work, what do you feel? Let me give you a little caveat to it. There was a study. Well, not a study. Well, maybe it was a study. So there's been all this news around this, this whistleblower on Facebook. I don't, I know you don't watch the news, but I'll give you a little bit of it. That a woman who worked for Facebook went to Congress and talked to them about internal documents that explained some things that Facebook knows about. Some of them were how young girls and teens feel when they are on Instagram and Facebook and WhatsApp. And the other one that was very, they're both illuminating, but this one really hit me hard was even inside of our family and trusted friends, we are more inclined to click on and engage in uh, content that gets us angry exponentially more 
then, you know, factual things like documents that are, you know, boring, but true or happy things or the guy who helps the grandma across the road things. We had much more engagement with the things that made us angry and sensed frustrated. So I think that there is this feeling right now of, well, if I breathe and I've got all this energy, this like energy that likes, doesn't know it, right? It's very subconscious. We don't know our addiction to this sensation until somebody points it out. And then we're like, oh my God, I did. I really did click on that. And then I clicked on that. And then I called four friends and I was like, can you believe this? And we're doing that. We're all doing that because there's something in us that goes into that room. So if I start to do this work, this, this love work, this flow work, this, this deep breath work, and they're all out there still in this anger pot. Am I being soft? Am I putting myself in danger by not having my backup? I believe that people should try it and see how they feel because it's not one size fits all. All I know is what I feel from doing this work for myself, starting in really, really starting in 2016, like asking in meditation and prayer through journaling, getting in, like, how do you do this? Oh, it's self-love. And, you know, looking in the mirror every day and saying, I love you. Louise Hayes book, You Can Heal Your Life. I started that in 2014. It has dramatically changed my life. I do it every single morning. I love you, Libby. And then I'll add something positive about myself. People may think that sounds cheesy and woo-woo. It has dramatically changed how I feel about myself. And that's a vibration. And that vibration ripples out and people respond to it. So I would say to people, do I think it's weak or soft? No, I do not at all. Uh, And I can only speak from my own experience. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. There is no more powerful energy in the world than love. It is a vibration. If I'm correct, the frequency is 528 hertz. Everything in the universe is a vibration. So I think Nikola Tesla said, if you want to understand the universe, study vibration. I'm paraphrasing. So we are human beings who think things which create either it makes me feel good and amazing, or it makes me feel crappy and low, or it's neutral. There's just no feeling. But all of those things have a vibration and we're living in an electromagnetic field of energy, which science has proven. So we are sending that feeling out to the world and what you're sending out, you're getting back in some capacity. So if you want to be angry and just low energy, low vibration, like, no, I need to fight. It's just not, how do you feel? How does that make you feel when you get into a tumble with your brother at Thanksgiving? Crappy, you know? I mean, so try something different. And the deep breath, slow exhale is the thing to practice, I believe. Because what happens is when you keep doing, you can go beyond four. Uh, The Navy SEALs do four. They call it the four by four breathing technique or the box technique. So if it's good enough for Navy SEALs, it's good enough for us. What I truly believe is the more you do that, you're getting out of your mind and your ego, which only has past experiences and what society tells you, I need to be strong. I need to be combative. I need to stand up. I need to win. I need to prove I'm right. When you go into the deep breath, slow exhale, you get out of all that crap and you're in alignment with a higher consciousness, a more divine consciousness. And when you're in that flow, the words come through you. The thing to do next comes through you. And it might, it might say to you, it's like an inspiration. It's a thought that says, Kelly, don't say anything right now. Just sit and breathe and send him love. Just imagine white light from your heart to his heart and his heart to your heart. Or it might speak through you. Like you say something 
that just calms him from a loving place. And you look back and go, oh my God, I don't even know where that came from, but I just said that thing. That is my experience of how it works. And working with clients who have actually done it either in their personal life or at work, nine times out of 10, you're going to have the same experience because I've seen it work. It's Fisher Price. It's simple. So some people, I can hear it in their voice when we're doing it. I suggest it. They're like, oh, okay, I'll try that. I'm like, mm-hmm. Because I know they're like, no, that's too silly and silly. And that's not going to work. And it's fine. You have to meet people where they are. Not everyone's ready for this. It's so simple. It's so profound because it's so simple. B2B, back to basics. That's what we all need to do right now. I... Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And you said exactly what I, I agree, which is how do you feel? How do you feel? It's it, ask that question. Do you feel good when you're in that otherness energy? Do you feel happy? Do you feel joyful? Do things feel easy? I would say 100% they don't. I feel like, and I don't know the science behind this, but there is a seduction. There is a, a capture with also being angry. You know, that's, it has its own desire field to anger and fear. There's something about it. It's why you go watch scary movies. You know, when people are like, why would anybody do that? (laughs) Why would we pay money to go have ourselves scared half to death? Because there's something that happens to our brain in there, just as much as the alternative. My experience with you know, working through choosing a love state is that has the greater high, but it takes longer to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say anger and fear, those are the cheap and easy seats. Those are the the fast hits, you know, and this is the long, this is the longer road, but the higher high. And I don't have a great <laughs> metaphor for that, but that's what it feels like to me. And the sustainability, you know, see what happens to somebody who stays consistently angry all the time. They tend to get sick. They tend to burn out. It, it's not a sustainable long-term solution. So no matter what you might feel incensed about, it will end at some point. It has to. One way or the other, it will end. It could end terribly. It could end fine. It doesn't really matter. The point is, is it will come to an end. Love never ends. Mm-hmm. It's a never-ending field. It's a never ending choice. It's always available to you. And so I think the moral of the story here, and I love it, is that if we start the work today and you're right, it's so easy that it almost makes us mad. As you know, I finished my book. It's not, it'll, it'll be out in December. And I start it by saying, this is very easy. And that's going to be really frustrating because sometimes when it's so easy, we want to make it complicated. It's also my theory as to why often helper books, I don't want to say self-help, but like mm-hmm. the intention is to help is they overcomplicate it. There's all this filler in this stuff, in these books, because the, it almost seems like, well, gosh, I couldn't just say the one sentence and that's the end of the road. And the truth is it, it's, it is that, that simple. You know, I, when I was writing this, I obviously confront a bunch of other different things, but the brass tacks of flow, the brass tacks of feeling good and living joyfully, they're really simple. Really simple. They just need to be repeated over and over and over again. That's the key. It's repetition. It's consciousness. And like you said, we've got to meet ourselves where we are, meet other people where they are. You're going to get angry. You're going to feel sad. You're going to feel frustrated. You're going to have crappy days. Your brother might be a complete douchebag, actually. 
clarify. <laughs> Lucy said I called somebody a douchebag driving the other day. So <laughs> shout out to me. And then Libby was like, I'm surprised she didn't ask what a douchebag was. And yeah. I don't actually, oh yeah, I know what I did. Oh God. Moving right along. Uh, anywho. Okay. Moving right along. Can I, I'd Please. like to add something to that, which is I remember a friend I have who's a clinical psychologist said some people fight because that is their form of intimacy. That's their form of passion and connection. If they can't connect on just a regular, for lack of a better term, then fighting is at least some kind of intimacy and connection. Also, so much, as you know, has to do with how we grew up. Did our parents fight? Did they not fight? You know, were they explosive or not explosive? And what was that behavior that's modeled for us and how we bring that into relationships? And I will say the more work you do with getting in alignment with what we're calling love, this energy that's really indescribable because Hollywood has kind of co-opted that term where it's supposed to be like romantic love or like a man on a white stallion and a princess and, you know, which doesn't resonate with me at all. But the point being, it's everyone's like, you can't talk about love in a corporate environment because everyone's mind thinks it has to do with like falling in love, getting married, having sex, whatever. It's nothing to do with that, really. It's about honoring yourself and others, period. Honoring yourself and others. The more work you do for yourself in that space, the less you can tolerate anger, arguments. I've never liked scary movies, ever. I don't get like a jolt from them. It's not interesting. Like I just, I don't even like arguing. You know, I'd much rather have a conversation with my wife than, you know, argument. I can't handle it. And I also want to say this is important because it popped in when you're talking the series you're doing of experts and energy is one of the many things that I love studying and experiencing in my own life. And there's no finish line. I, I, I don't, you know, yeah, we can't be an expertise. Yeah. You can't be an expert in that because it's impossible. Right. It's, exactly. so, it's exponential. That's what I wanted to say. Like I, I'm not perfect with this stuff. I know these simple things on how do you get out of that state when you're in it, the deep breath, slow exhale. Because if you stop breathing, you die after a certain amount of time. So you're consciously breathing in life force energy. That is the breath. And when you continue doing that in a calm, not panic, (laughs) through the mouth, but calm in through the nose, out through the nose, relaxing your shoulders on the way down, you are realigning and recalibrating yourself with a higher vibrational force field that we are calling love. And in that place, the thing to say will come through you. The thing you need to hear or see, you'll recognize it. And the thing to do next will be presented to you for your next best move, the next thing that's best for you and the person that you're dealing with. So there are many times where I've been in an argument with my partner and all that goes out the window. And I'm just being triggered and I'm acting like I'm 14 and, you know, and there are other times where I can catch myself and do the deep breath, slow exhale, and just bring it down and try to kind of ground in a stable, loving space. And I'll quickly say in my head, whatever Adina needs to hear, thank you for speaking from my heart to her heart, whatever I need to hear, thank you for speaking from her heart to my heart for the greater good of everyone concerned. I say that while she's saying something heated, but I will quickly say that prayer, that intention to remind myself and realign with this higher force field that we're talking about. And it works. I promise you. It absolutely works. Yeah. Libby Moore, thank you so much. Thank you for having me on again. Thank this you. Is so fun. I hope that anybody listening to this right in this moment, no matter what's going on in your life, A, know that you are love, that you are loved, 
and that you can start today to do this one little thing. And actually, it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing, what you have, what you don't have. You can do this thing right here, right now. And this is going to be my gentle nudge to say to you, I hope that when we say goodbye, you will turn this off and sit down, take those three deep breaths and ask to be aligned to that highest vibration. It is your God-given right. Amen. Amen. Libby, thank you. Thank you. And I'm not even going to munch, move, meditate today because I think we just did it. And thank you guys so much. I hope you have a beautiful, wonderful day and keep flowing.